Hello, you, you, yeah, start again. No, no, let's run with this. I like no, it. No, let's edit <laughs> like it in post. Oh, <laughs> this stays. All right, cool. Mate, you can make me do it. And recording. <laughs> okay, hello. You are listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based uh, podcast where we play some games badly and then talk some shit about them. Today, we are also joined by Lockie. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. You are more than welcome. Lockie is currently our league leader in the uh, Blood Bowl 7th league that we are running. I, I haven't even checked the scoreboard. What can I say? It's the rats. That is... You're sixth. Uh, oh, yeah. I knew, I knew where I was. <laughs> I used to know where anyone else was. <laughs> no, Lockie has a, a very impressive two wins, one draw, one loss, uh, yes. which is... A little bit different to your three draws. And you can like thank it. me for one of those draws. You're welcome. <laughs> that is, I have a new objective, to be perfectly fair. And it is not to win or lose any games. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So we are yet to play, Joe. So Correct. when you score against me, do I just not score just to fuck up that thing? <laughs> well, just how, does, how does own goals work? <laughs> I, I don't think there is. They don't. Because I was going to say, because you can all. pick up the ball on your, uh, yeah. your touchdown line. So. I, I wonder if I can push you into my touchdowns. Can I hand off to an opponent? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anybody's ever tried. <laughs> is it just rolled as a fumble? Or? <laughs> well, if, if, the ball hits, if, if the ball bounces to you, you have to attempt to catch it. So if I choose the handoff, I need to check this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have no halflings ever in any end zone. <laughs> That's why oh, I'm going to push them there. <laughs> <laughs> Two dice, both down or push. I'll take the push. <laughs> Halfling down or push. I'll take the push. <laughs> <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> oh, God. Um Anyway, how did you guys go surviving last week's earthquake? Yes, I was chilling in the kitchen making breakfast and everything's shaking and I'm like, what the fuck did I put in my cake last night? But (laughs) turns out everyone felt it, so that's plus for me. Were you sharing your cake? I was, yeah, everyone in my house had cake, so we could have been all on the same page. You you legitimately had shake and bake. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much I was, oh, I was yeah. actually really disappointed I missed the whole thing what? oh no how oh. I was. I must have been driving when it hit um, so I didn't even know it. like I had friends text and message and go hey did you just feel that and then I would, by the time I'd got to daycare or drop off whatever the hell I was doing and I'm like what are you talking about, you crazy people? And they're like, oh, we just had it. I'm like, oh. And then 
I sent my wife a message and said, hey, apparently there was an earthquake. She's like, yeah, the whole house was shaking. Where the fuck were you? Um, <laughs> At the other house. Apparently, how to survive an earthquake, just drive somewhere. Well, see, but then again, I got a message from my friend who said he was driving at the time and he was stopped at a set of lights and he looked around and no one was like looking around. They were all dead straight. And he's like, am, am I the only one feeling this? Like, he had no idea what was happening. I mean, m- mistake there, never stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. I was at work and... um if you think about work, like the amount of damage that could have been done. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Thousands of dollars of statues and everyone bar one stayed completely still. Like the roof was shaking, the signs were shaking, all the statues stayed still apart from a plastic Voltron which fell on the floor. <gasps> oh, broke that's into a, a couple of pieces I I one, and yeah. I stuck it back together and put it but back on the shelf. Turned out he reformed and yes. all was well. He just... <laughs> We're actually just showing how he pulls apart and how you can reassemble him. Pretty much. Mega Voltron. Nothing broke off. He just lost a couple of lions. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> besides besides the first earthquake in God knows how long, what have you guys been up to in the last couple of weeks? Why don't you start us off, Jace? Oh, okay. You're going to make me do stuff. Um, shit. I'm not prepared for this. Anyway, um, what have I been doing? So a little bit, but not too much TV, disappointingly. Um, I'm up to date with What If. That's disappointing. It really was. Last episode, oh my God, like I was bored absolutely shitless. (laughs) And just like, because I'd watched it after I heard your thorough and uplifting review. Um, so I was going and going, no, it can't be that bad. It was. Um, yeah, that wasn't good. They are, This is legitimately the first Marvel show to start losing me. Um, we'll see. Yeah, they're, they're not long episodes, so they're easier just to catch up on. So I probably will catch up on them just for the sake of it, but they're going, yeah. And it was everyone too, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Tommy Wilson. I'm, I'm really impressed that they're getting all of the original voice cast back. I mean, so I suppose a, that shit. a lot of them have nothing better to do, but yeah. How much yeah. are these costing? I mean, Not that, value for money for that one anyway. Um, but beyond that... More excitingly is Titans Season 3. Yes. So I'm currently four episodes in. Yeah, I think I was aware of that. Um, yes. Yeah, five. I, I was about to start and I just didn't play ball. Um, but four episodes in and I kind of like it. It's It's fun. It's dark it's all of the things i like um from the previous ones i I like that they're not really pulling punches i like that they're not playing safe i like that there's a couple of different potential outcomes to what the hell is going on Mm -hmm. um you know i'm actually really like they've got me trying to guess how, how this is going to play out and what's going to happen next. And it's kind of fun. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped to, to smash some more Titans out. I am, I'm eight episodes in. So I think I've got one more before I'm up to date. 
and like four was kind of a slower episode, especially after the solid first three. Yes, they were. But, they just hit you in the face yes. really quickly, and this one take a. And I'm trying to work out like I can kind of see where they're going, and I kind of know what's happening, and uh, but it was very much a storyline builder. Yes, very much so. Uh, but yeah, it's starting to get really good again. No, no big upsets just yet, but there are things going different ways, and yeah, I'm excited. Might have to get episode nine into tomorrow, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to work out when I can fit this into my life. Um, like I have a life. Um, <laughs> in other news, so again, we went into another week long kind of shutdown, lockdown thingamajig. Um, and that basically encourages me to support local small business because that's the right thing to do in these instances. So I spent a little bit too much money. Um, I put in an order for some more paints. Um, So I got some more of the scale 75 artist acrylics. I've ordered a few more contrast because every time I seemingly put in an order, I just pick up another couple. (laughs) Um, You'll have as many as me so It's rapidly accumulating but i'm really i'm really kind of having fun with them um and i haven't been into an art store in a long time so i haven't picked up anything weird and funky and and different so these are a nice little weird and funky and different thing for me to start playing with um what else did i get i got oh because i spent so much on on paints it, it didn't feel like i was getting any fun toys so i had to get a fun toy um <laughs> It, it it was seemed like a very sensible purchase. So I ordered Crystal and Lockjaw for mm-hmm. Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, Crystal fits into the A-Force theme really nicely and Lockjaw is just too fun not to have. Um, Lockjaw and- is too cute. Like he was that very dull TV show that they did. Lockjaw was definitely the best part. It was honestly the best character there. Um, and the model is such a good representation. Like he's happy. He's got the tongue hanging out. It's a little bit he's <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, Crystal and Lockjaw coming. Um, and that is about the time where I realized that I have run out of paint rack space again. So... I need to buy another rack for my tube paints, but that's cool because I know Rich has one in stock. Um, And I also did a bit of an order through Back to Basics, which is an Australian kind of laser cutting place, but they have done a bunch of really, really nice paint racks, um, which I'm sure you you can attest to. Um, I have only ever used their, they do like a dropper bottle one that is what they call a wall climber, which is basically the whole thing is vertical. So it's like, hang on, five, nine paints across, five, six paints high, but you can stack them. So I've got like five of those suckers sitting in front of me full of dropper bottles. Um, So I've ordered another one of those because there are still more dropper bottles laying around. Um, but all these contrast paints and the chimeras and a few others don't fit in those. Um, and I had one little kind of old G-Dub style paint rack that was not going to cut the mustard. So I've had to order more kind of standard paint racks to 
to fill the void as well. So I have lots of paint racks coming that will invariably not be 100% full, which means I'll have to buy more paint. And then I will buy too much paint and... And get to my stage where you jump on board other people's Back to Basics orders. Must uh, I must say, though, it was very amusing trying to watching you trying to count the number of dropper bottles. <laughs> the most confusing bit there was, in most cases, because I have such a, like, there are so many bottles next to me because I've been pulling them out while I've been painting and invariably not putting them back. Like, trying to count all of these lines have, like, one missing and I'm like, paint, 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 paint. Oh, hole. Hang on. Wait, does that mess up my count? I don't know why that messed up my count, but it messed up my count. <laughs> could could um, just imagine it with the paint there. No, no, like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's just, it, it. it's an optical illusion. I don't know why. Um, so, yeah. So, there is definitely more paint racks coming. I've got a couple of ones for kind of the, the pots and stuff that will work well. I've got another wall climber for more dropper bottles because there's a whole bunch laying around and life is good and I really am avoiding buying a shaker, but I'm probably going to do that at some point. Um, and then the only other thing I purchased recently was a bag of makeup sponges, which is an important hobby tool that I can thoroughly recommend um no i i've been watching too much so my hobby time viewing at the moment i've been watching a lot of a youtube channel um from a guy called marco frizzoni um who thoroughly recommend amazing amazing youtube channel um but he sort of comes at it he must have a fine art background of some description because he's very much pushing the it doesn't matter what the paint is. It doesn't matter what you use. It doesn't matter. We just find the right tool for the job. And if you understand how they work and how to use them and stuff like that, you can do cool shit. And he, he does a few examples where he paints the same model with three different kinds of paints or in three different ways to go. You can actually get the same result with all of them if you just understand what the, 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 they do. Um, so it's it's super cool. And he was spruiking um, oils. Uh, oil paints for a bunch of stuff um and he was using makeup sponges to to basically wipe off a lot of the excess paint and 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 play with them and stuff so i bought a bag of makeup sponges because he told me i had to um and he's also the reason i keep wanting to go into art stores and buy just random shit because he just he goes oh and today i'm going to use this thing i'm like oh i want one of those things um as as an artist studying arts I, i know exactly how you feel and like it's this, and he's he's the, and he every single time he's like, and it doesn't matter if you're using the, I'm using the airbrush and I'm using these inks and I'm using this and, he, but you can use this or that and this and that. And I'm like, but, but I want what you're using. <laughs> I, we we obviously talk too much because it took me a while to scroll through the chat. But was that the guy that you sent me the link, or was that somebody yes. else? No, that was okay. him. Because he was he he was very charismatic he obviously oh, knew what he was doing it is such and a fun channel to watch the video that you sent me was insanely cool yeah like, which was just grayscale so painting black undercoat and then a gray zenithal on top and then just slowly upping to white yeah and then painting contrast over the top and it just looked insanely good so good um 
Yeah, I've been playing with contrast and he's been doing, you know, a few episodes, but this is how you can use them. And these are some different ideas. Um, but his biggest point is ultimately they're, they're transparent. Like you can see through the bastards. They're not like an opaque paint. So it means that anything you do underneath them shows through. And then he did this exercise where he painted a whole model in black and white. Um, all the you know highlights and everything. And then at the end of it, and that looked cool enough, but then the end of it threw all the contrast paint over the top. And then it was just a colored model that he'd used literally black and white and then a handful of contrast paints. And it was, yeah, super cool. Um, so he is also not helping my contrast paint addiction. <laughs> um, but I'm spending yeah, a lot of time uh, watching him while I paint things. Um, and speaking of painting things, I have done some. I've actually done some 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 of the paintings. Um, my entry to the painted pink competition that I am not at all eligible to actually compete in is completed. It's based. It's done. It's finito. It's in the cabinet now. I'm fucking done. Uh-huh. <laughs> chalk chalk me down. What number of completed models are you up to right now? One hundred and seventeen. Right. Chalk me down for one. <laughs> I have El Finisto, um, as they say. So that no, that is done. And I threw some posts on the Facebook uh, event, and maybe just because I can cross enter that into the Blood Bowl painting competition twenty twenty one as well. Um, because fuck it. Um, and then my disappointing hobby time has been spent plowing through uh this goddamn commission um of lord of the rings fellowships but it means look i've currently got gandalf is done sand space um gimli is done sand space uh legolas is almost done there's probably like an hour to spend on him at max and then the base um and aragorn is probably close to the same if not closer to finished except for the base um which means i currently have like that is i'm calling it the halfway point because there are i've done four there are five models remaining but four of them are hobbits and if you think about it like this is a commission for a friend of ours who knows you so obviously knows that you're not going to do the bases anyway (laughs) Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Uh, <laughs> There's a get-out-of-jail-free card right there. Well, I, I was doing that that age-old lie to myself, going, no, I need to paint them all at the same time so they match. Um, and that is why it's been, you know, I've been putting them off to last. But no, you're right, they do match right now. <laughs> That's That is done. All right, I am... 55% of the way there then. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then just in between that, while I've been bashing those out, uh, I've done just a little bit more work on She-Hulk for Crisis Protocol. I wasn't 100% happy with a little bit of that, so I've I finished her off um, and started on the base. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and then I did started doing the base for Storm and Black Widow to match as well. So a little bit of painting. That is successful. me. Oh, look, I'll call it for, I don't know how long it's been. I don't finished two competitions. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one, something. One, I, one model, two comp, but, you know, isn't that a video? Two competitions, one model or something? Anyway. Um, 
No? Sure. No? Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> Who's done something? Someone, 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 someone stop me talking, please. <laughs> it's ironic for a podcast that you host, but anyway. Um, It'd be better for t- everyone. TV-wise, I've done a little bit more. Uh, I have started watching Star Wars Visions. So you have been talking about this. Yeah, so uh, yes, I got some of this today at work. Yeah, I've been talking about this uh, before it came out about how hopeful I was for it, and then I saw the trailer, and then how less hopeful I was. Um, I have watched five of the nine episodes, and and realistically, they're not long episodes. They're anywhere from twelve to twenty-two minutes each. Twelve minutes is not an episode. Yeah, so it's not it's not a huge time sink. So like I said, I've watched five. I liked one. Okay. The other four I have liked enough to get distracted by painting. And this is this is a bad thing. Now this is Star Wars animation done by uh, is it Japanese, do you know? I don't know. Japanese animation teams different teams do each episode and because they're wherever they are i don't want to offend anyone if i say the wrong place but they're not in english Mm -hmm. so they're subtitled Mm -hmm. so for me to get distracted enough to start painting which means i'm not reading the subtitles which means i really don't give a rat's ass where the episode goes it's just just white noise (laughs) it's pretty much um so it's yeah it's it's look points for trying on a scale of one to what if yeah look um none of them are a bro thor or frat Thor, or whatever you want to call him. Equally, none of them are T'Challa Star-Lord. Okay. Um, The first episode, which is called The Duel, is all sort of like a a black and white with various splashes of colour. That's probably the best of the ones I've seen so far. So... I will I will watch the other four in the hopes that there's another good one, but we will just wait and see. <laughs> uh, the other thing I started, and I only started it last night, late last night, so I only watched one episode, was He-Man and Masters of the Universe. This is the other Netflix. It is the other animated Netflix one, which is sort of more, uh, more based for kids to get kids into the the world but the world is very very different so it's their take on everything um so basically starts off with teela who is a thief stealing the sword from the uh armory of king randor stealing it for evelyn and uh cronus forgive me if i got that wrong cronus who eventually becomes trapjaw Yes, okay. Uh, not giving it to them because she, she the, vo- the sword talks to her and tells her not to. Uh, and then eventually finding Adam at the end of it. So it's, I mean, it has moments. It's so far worlds better than Star Wars Visions. <laughs> Take that. 
Are we? You want yeah, it. I was about to say we, we were playing limbo here. Like what <laughs> yeah. the shit? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it's not Frat Thor. So um, yeah, it's. I think there's ten episodes, and I'll definitely keep going with that one for a bit. That's pretty much all the TV I've had time for, though. Uh, I have done a couple of purchases, but most of them are not hobby related. So I uh, I jumped on your Back to the Basics order. And speaking of which, I still need to give you money for that. So that should give me one more small paint rack because I've already got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight here and not much desk space. Can I just do a really quick shout out? So Aaron, who runs Back to Basics, literally emailed me today because in my infinite wisdom of the ordering frenzy that I was in, um, so all of my wall climbers, my acrylic ones are basically clear acrylic. And then the top and the bottom are black, mm-hmm. pretty boring, pretty, pretty unexciting. It's all good. He literally sent me an email today and said, Hey, just wanted to check your order. That wall climber you ordered, you wanted clear top and bottom and black shelving because everybody else who's ever ordered one orders the exact opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> God and I said, "Well, you're you're better at this than I am. Maybe maybe reverse those colours and then cut it." It's like, <laughs> "Yes, yeah, sweet. All right, cheers. Done." <laughs> I have ordered, like I said, I've got nine of them, so I've probably ordered upwards of four or five times through him, and everyone has been such an easy transaction. Yeah, I mean, and- when you take user error out of it. Yes, there has well. been nothing, nothing like it was literally. <laughs> is, it, is it a user error or is it a Jace error? I was the user. Oh, in this case, Jace is the user. <laughs> yes, so very yes. good. Correct on both fronts. <laughs> um, but yeah, just absolutely top notch customer service in that regard. Just be like, hey, are you a dickhead? And I'm like, yes, yes, I was. <laughs> yeah. Was it a little tick box? Or... <laughs> no, he made me find all the photos with traffic lights. It was bullshit. And he was like, I am not a dickhead. Oh, I failed that one. Anyway. There's two check boxes now. I am not a robot. I am not a dickhead. I agree to the terms and conditions. Only one of them is true. <laughs> uh, apart from jumping on board, I have purchased uh, two new vinyl. So I did pick up a last of in in the company at work, uh, Fields of the Nephilim LP, which is green. So I'm still not going back on my my racist vinyl purchases. Uh, and it was it was one that sort of stuck out to me for a while because I I do have one of the older Nephilim albums which I really enjoyed. But I hadn't heard this one, so I stuck it on at work the other day through Spotify and just listened to it like four or five times in a row and thought, this is really good. So I grabbed that. Uh, And then for fear of missing out, I pre-ordered the new Cradle of Filth LP double picture disc from JB Hi-Fi because reasons. I mean, wasn't that, wasn't that an Iron Maiden song, Fear of Missing Out? Uh, yes, let's go with that. Done. No. Equally. <laughs> I don't think it was. I no, <laughs> Fear of the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> also, what happens if you ever want to own a copy of Metallica's self-titled album with your not-racist vinyl 
Also, why would I want to own a copy of Metallica self-titled album? I mean, if you're going to own a Metallica album, that's the one. Unless you no, get a snare. No, it's not. It is so. Oh, good Lord, no. It is. Get Master off. of Puppets every day. Oh, please. Um, or SNM. I'd accept SNM. SNM, I can. I can. I, I can. I can agree on SNM. But no, <laughs> not on the black. Album. All right, so we can all agree on SNM. That's the moral of the story here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the SNM group tonight. All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, I ordered that. That'll be out at some point in October when it comes out, and when Afterpay finally finish taking out money. Uh, Painting-wise, I also have finished my Paint It Pink uh, pledge. I did pledge the four Ogres from the Ogres Sevens team that I'm planning on playing next season. I finished them and the eight Snotlings I wanted to go with them, so I have a rather pink-looking Ogre team, which I'm quite happy with how they turned out, uh, which... Yeah, pushed up the numbers quite considerably. So, yeah, like I said, I'm up to 117 for the year. Uh, included in that is after painting pink for God knows how long, I decided that my Hulk model for Crisis Protocol would be the palette cleanser or the chaser or whatever you want to call it. So he got painted up in grey just like the Mr. Fix-It version of Hulk, which is my favourite version of Hulk. So he is the lemon after your pink tequila. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. So he is done. He has a bit of purple on him. That's as close as I got to pink. Oof, that's that's touching it. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, after that, I have put a bit of paint on a couple of other models, but I am sort of leaning towards the whole crisis protocol thing at the moment. Yep. So I have a couple of colours on Toad, and I have started a bit of scenery. So the two uh, tokens, or whatever you call them, the metallic bits that come with Magneto, I've started painting those up a bit, and I've put a bit of paint on one of the cars, and I've attempted to paint the trash can scenery, although it's a little thing. And it's a bit harder to make look good than I thought it would be. I'm also not sure what in-game effect they have. I feel like, I mean... I'm going to throw it at someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I don't think it's going to have much impact is my point. When you can throw a car or fucking no, a small I'm building... throwing this trash can. If I've taken time to paint it up and I stick it on a board, I am throwing it. You've stopped talking about in-game effects, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Stop, stop hitting me with the terrain. Uh, Table flip. Uh, but that's me done. Uh, what about yourself, Lucky? What me? Are you up to? Oh, absolutely nothing. No work. So I've had a lot of free time, which is good for doing absolutely nothing, apparently. Um, You've I don't been know, drawing TV on shows. yourself. I haven't really done much TV shows, but drawing on myself, I have done a, a lot of. Um, accounts yeah yeah i guess they were yeah it was fun um when you say fun like yes explain to the people um before we get into this because i'm going to ask random questions that won't make sense otherwise yes okay so i am a studying artist and i want to become a tattoo artist in the somewhat future so i have been tattooing myself this past week during lockdown for uh, some practice. 
Which, I mean, I feel like every aspiring tattoo artist has ever done because how else do you find someone to convince to to put you'd, you know your first tattoo on? You'd be surprised how many offers I've had <laughs> that I'll you, be like, no, you, you I, need I you need sorry. you need better friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not better, but maybe smarter. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. There's no funny that. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and here, anyway, yeah, okay, that makes sense, but. So, because fundamentally, you know, the thing with tattooing is people invariably flinch, invariably. I don't care how tough you are. It happens. <laughs> how does it work when you're also the person doing the flinching and it's probably a, shaking like a dog shit and razor blades because It's you're- a very big mental game, yeah. Like, it It also depends on the spots and the person, though. Like, yeah. the the spot that I'm doing it on my thigh, it's like I can, it, it's fine. Like it's a walk in the park. You don't feel it. It's a little sting every now and then, but it's fine. What well, is it like, you know how if you pop a pimple, but someone else does it, it always hurts so much more when someone else does it. Yes. Is it like yeah. that? Yes. I. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Yes. <laughs> this is fascinating. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And then the only, so the only other relation to tattooing and hobby apart from, you know, tattoo related or hobby related tattoo things. But yeah. I actually saw a post a while ago from a guy who was a tattoo artist trying to, to paint models. And he was just like, why, why the fuck is this not working? Why is this not happening? <laughs> and he was trying to paint flesh tones. And what he'd done yeah. is pull all of the colors he would normally use to tattoo flesh tones and then painted yeah. a model with them. And he turned out with a green model. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I it was up until that point, I had never considered the fact that you would need to actually factor in the color of skin when determining your color selection. Yeah, I want the, something to show is this color. So I need to also factor in, I'm putting it over whatever color skin. The, the pigments can be completely different as well. So your mixing ratios, everything will change. This is this is crazy, and yeah, someone literally pointed out, going, "Why the fuck are you using green to paint skin?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm painting over white. That makes yeah. sense." Yeah, um, and then, <laughs> like the next model he showed, he'd fixed it because he's just like, "Ah, oh, this 100 makes this makes sense." Um, but yeah, it, there was there was this just moment. Where I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course." There's a whole you know color of the canvas kind of issue that you need to yeah. overcome on the fly because whose skin is the same. Um, <laughs> That is very true. I love it. No one's skin is the same. Anyway. It's it's an interesting correlation too with tattoos and and painting models because there's, I feel like there's a lot of the same sort of patience and. The basic structure is there for both of it really. When uh, painting, designing, drawing, all of that. You've still got to use your basic building blocks. There's just technical aspects, which. Yeah, maneuver I mean, things down a different. Path. I don't. I don't have to paint a model with like a heavy ass vibrating brick. Um, that's, <laughs> that's a win. That's, yeah, I mean they are lighter now, so sometimes oh, you'd. Yeah, my tattoo has done the last two of mine. Uh, Caleb at um, Custom Culture in Geelong is he's a, a model painter as well. So we got talking quite a bit about. You know, the models that he was doing. He doesn't play anymore, but he does paint up models and, you know, by God, he does a good job. 
So like that that whole correlation there is, is the whole transferable skill business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Who is this yeah. man? So you you totally get recognition of prior learning for for painting models, right? Or vice versa. Well, I can actually submit them to my course as uh, completed artworks. So <laughs> I just so you need, need more to models. sign up for a course. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe I need more models. Does my bank account know? Who knows? We had this conversation before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> Your bank account has no say in this, really. It is it yeah, is it is much. the victim in this. <laughs> it's just here to get beaten, bruised, battered. That's okay. We'll rebuild. We'll repair. <laughs> <laughs> just just like the Earth Cake in twenty twenty one, we will rebuild anyway. I've right. started. I've started doing the rosters at work. So if you start buying buying more models to play more games, so... <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Lucky, you've bought enough. You have all of next week off. <laughs> think words the prep will never say. Yeah. Let's be honest here. And also, Brett, you think that'll stop me? <laughs> I was. I was like, well, yeah. I was thinking more the other way around, going, oh, well, if you if you're playing. Say you want to play a game of Malifaux and you want to split like a. I've already added two box. boxes to my cart. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> then you might need some more shifts. Yeah. <laughs> Reward. <laughs> this, is, this is the best kind of enablement ever. <laughs> anywho, anywho, you can get more shifts if you buy all of these cool models and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what he's making you do though is you know just tread water. There, you're not actually gaining any. Yeah, I'm not there. gaining anything. <laughs> well, I mean, you're, you're, you're gaining, gaining models. models. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> he's effectively paying you in plastic rack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just annoyed he wasn't doing it from the start. <laughs> Rent, I don't need you. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but you've you've finished painting up your Skaven team now. I have, yes. Yeah, my first ever fully team painted. And now I've got my second on the way. Some more paints. And I am very excited for this. <laughs> These guys are going to be good. Very good. So... And and on that, on the whole studying art, movie, you know, first set of models that you've kind of painted and stuff like that, how did you find, like, going to, you know, a 3D surface as a starting point, a pre-sculpted 3D surface, like, that, that whole process? Was it weird? How much of it was just like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This is what I do every day. I mean, I, I do use acrylic for my calls pretty much every day, so that's fine. But we're painting on, like, a three pieces of paper in canvas. <laughs> Big old fat blast. Yeah, brush, this yeah. is tiny. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have to go and buy new brushes because these ones aren't small enough. <laughs> like I could paint the whole thing in one go with one color if I wanted to, but I couldn't do that. I mean, I could at the start, but then when I wanted to add detail, I needed, yeah, smaller brushes, a lot more time consuming as well. Yes. Welcome to our world. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know quite how you got I've here, got. but thank you. welcome. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, do we want to come back and talk about games? 
Should we do that? Insert something from yes. Metallica's Black Album here, and For we will come sake. back <laughs> and chat. S and M only. <laughs> <laughs> And after that musical interlude, we have returned. Now, we are just out of lockdown here in Geelong. And just before lockdown, we did get some games in. Yes, yes, we did. Blood Bowl games. Now, do you want to talk about yours first, Jace? Sure. That'll be quick because I can hardly remember it and didn't take notes. Um, No, it was legitimately the way this played out is lockdown was announced and it was like from midnight tonight, we're at lockdown. So I messaged the current league and went, right, well, I need a game between now and midnight. Um, and the ever gracious and enthusiastic and available Dylan um, went, right, sign me the hell up. So 
He, uh, yeah, so we lined up and literally the only people in Throw the Dice at whatever ridiculous hour of the night we got there before midnight. <laughs> you were playing straight after the 40K tournament they had that day. Yeah, so Rich had been in there all day with a 40K tournament and then Dylan messaged him to organise a table and he's like, yeah, sure, I'll stay open and just hung out with us the whole time. It was great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we lined up for our game there. So... This was the first time. So I had like 325K worth of inducements. Like there was a lot of inducements. Um, so without wanting to spend a lot of time thinking, I bought myself another troll. Um, and that took up a bunch. And then I took some bribes and some other stuff because you do. Um and all was well. So I ended up lining up with, yeah, three big guys on on the pitch um, and then a little bit of swarming and life was good. Um, I was feeling all right against the, the Black Orcs for a little bit there. Um, basically, the way it played out is Dylan chose to kick after winning the toss, which surprised me, but we went with it. Um, and I formed the most glorious of snotling cages um, and used three trolls to keep him away from me um, and just nudged my way up the pitch for basically four turns. And and that was a, a pretty early game touchdown for me. And I'm thinking, right, I can probably stop him from scoring for a bit. We'll go on a halftime. Life is good. This is all, this is all happy days, um, which is basically how it went in. I was laying the boots in pretty hard. I, you know, I was outnumbering him on the pitch. I don't think he had a full team coming into the second half. Um, between the so the, you were laying into him what with the snotlings? No, no, no. no. Well, okay. I mean, some, but because a couple of snotlings can beat up on a goblin. That's but you it. know what beats on a goblin really well? A troll. <laughs> Trolls kill goblins real good. And then I'm just like, he won't have any ball carriers. And what's he going to do? Use a black walk to catch? Um, anywho. So we load in to the second half. I'm now defending. So we bring my favorite model in the world, the little bomber, onto no, the pitch. Not this guy. <laughs> the little little fungus slinger. He's, he's so much good. Um, and it was absolutely amazing, except for the fact that at some point in there, I throw a bomb, a bloody... I think it was a black orc now, and I'm going off memory because I didn't take notes. Managed a six for an interception. Of the okay, <laughs> catches the goddamn bomb and threw it back at me. <laughs> Look, didn't actually do too much. Went a little bit wide. Happy days, not a problem. But firstly, these black orcs that couldn't play ball start throwing bombs back, and wasn't impressed. Um, and then shortly after that like the next player turn, my my little bomber threw his bomb, but instead of throwing it, he just kind of accidentally tripped on something and dropped it and blew himself right up. So broke his armor. And then I box card the casualty roll and he was proper dead. Um, Which is the way you want to do it. If, I mean, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it properly, yeah. If you're going to get killed, you may as well get killed by your own guys. And and that was kind of the beginning of things 
no longer going my way. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it it got to that point where it was, and, and in Dylan's credit, and I find it amazing that I'm living in a universe where I can say to Dylan's credit, can we all just stop and reflect on that for a second? Um, but he actually played relatively, like he was pretty cagey with it. He didn't overextend. He didn't just rush for touchdowns. He, he actually kind of played it well. There were a couple of moments there where he, he did things and like, oh, you don't actually need to make that role to do a thing. He's like, yeah, but but I've got a plan. He did not have a plan. Um, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, he, he did have a plan. It was just a bad one. Um but, it was a Dylan plan. Yeah. Look, and, and there was a plan at that. As that an example, <laughs> there was there was a time there where he was blitzing with a goblin. Correct thing to do to get a snotling out of the way so he could run the ball down. Absolutely correct. But instead of hitting the snotling, p- pushing him away or knocking him down and then just waltzing on past... Um, or if you didn't knock the snotling down, then thinking about follow-up dodge rolls or that kind of stuff, decided that the first thing he would do was make some dodge rolls so he could push the snotling off the pitch. So he's dodged into the same snotling's tackle zone that he started in to push the snotling so if he succeeded or if he got a push, the snotling still went off the pitch. I still had lots of snotlings in the box, the reserves box coming back on. Mm -hmm. There was no need to make the dodge roll because chances are you were going to put the snotling on his butt. And if you didn't, then you could think about making. So it was those kind of things. I'm like, oh, maybe we didn't think about this all the way through. But the lure of the side of the crowd surf. Yeah. And look, and that is the thing that is tempting me right back to the corn team. Um, <laughs> crowd surfing is the best kind of surfing. Um, so is those guys think, but realistically, like what he did really well was just hold the ball long enough and nudge his way up the pitch. Um, the trolls did what they needed to do in that they stopped him doing stuff or stopped him really progressing too far, but that was about it. They weren't really doing a whole lot of damage by the end of it. Um, they were kind of, you know, trying to get through Black Orc armor and not really succeeding. Um, I was repositioning Snotlings like a fiend, but there's only so much you can do. Um, but basically that that blitz paid off. He made the dodge roll. He crowd surfed the Snotling. He ran to the end zone. He held it for a turn like a jerk, um, right at the end. So I only had one turn to score with. Um, and look, I did have a chance to try and stop him, but they, I was not making that many go for it rolls, let's be honest. Um, and then, so I've got one turn to score at the end of this, where one all, I scored in the first half, he scored late in the second half. I've got one turn to score to, for the win. He... I'm like, I can do this. I've got trolls. Trolls can throw snotlings. I just need to pick up the ball. I need to, you know, hand it to somebody next to a troll. Troll needs to throw him, stick the landing, run to the end zone. Happy days. This is not even a problem. Um, Kickoff result, changing weather, pouring rain. (sighs) So, this is fine. We still, it was a really awkward scatter too that was just nowhere near anyone. 
but there's still an opportunity up until the point I roll a one for the pickup. So it actually doesn't matter what the weather was like, but I'd like to think that it sucking the hope out of my sails is the piece that made me roll the one. Um, but <laughs> in the end, as I said, it was one of those games where things went both ways. Like there were moments there, the trolls for the first half were just killing stuff left, right. And they didn't actually kill anything, but they at least took some stuff off the pitch. Um, the bomb blowing himself up was absolute gold. I didn't get to throw anyone, which was disappointing. In hindsight, I probably should have just thrown snotlings at the ball carrier a little bit more in the hopes yeah. that one landed. That that would have been possibly a viable defense, but um, it would have been funny as fuck if he had it done at the time he was stalling too. Things we've learned. Oh, and, and then the only other thing, because in his last game against Bradley... There was a moment there where one uh, Brad's troll decided to go for the vomit option, um, the projectile vomit, and vomited on a black orc, broke the armor, and then killed the black orc. And there was a moment there in the second half where I was defending pretty heavily, and I should have like just hit a goblin or done something mm-hmm. like sensible like that. But the lure of the potential situation where I also vomited on a black orc and killed a second black orc was just too strong. Um, so that troll did nothing for a turn is the moral of the story there. <laughs> and knowing Dylan, he would have been egging you on to Oh, he, he really wanted. And after the game with Brad, we had a pretty long conversation about the, the pros and cons of choosing a vomit over a block. Um, and the fact that if you want to reposition models a push you're basically just assuming you're getting a push but that is a good thing because you then control where models start to go um and a vomit is either a success and you actually vomit and then you have to break armor and that depends on what you're vomiting on if you're vomiting on anything big chances of that happening are relatively slim um and then if it doesn't do that, you achieve nothing. Um, so there isn't even at least like consolation prize. Um, but he was determined that I was going to vomit on something. And by the end of it, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try. Because if this pays off, it's going to be the best story in, in football history. <laughs> um, if we can kill if if we can kill two black orcs in two games by two vomits, it would be the best. Um, Twas not to be. The vomit did nothing. <laughs> the goggles, they did nothing. Um, so, yeah, long story short, sweet as fuck game. Um, really good fun. Nice to get one in right before lockdown hit and we couldn't play for a little bit. And what about another, the game? Another one all. So, <laughs> I'm on three draws for three games. Which is consistent. It's, and consistency is key. Yes. <laughs> Well, what is, uh, what is Dylan? Dylan is now third on the ladder. So it's the Skaven team, followed by the Underworld team, followed by Dylan. What universe are we in? I don't know. I mean, the halflings are exactly where they should be, which is right at the bottom. <laughs> uh, surprising. Well, I don't know if it's surprising, but uh, James's Blackhawks are just above me. Um, but yeah, that same, makes me happy. <laughs> I'm sure it does. 
<laughs> but the same thing happened for, for Lockie and I. We uh, were working when lockdown got announced and we're like, shit, okay, let's get our game in quickly. Mm-hmm. So we went in. I had 170K inducements and I thought, well, okay, well, let's give the chef a go. So we went for a halfling chef. And then with the other 70K, I thought, well, these desperate measures seem pretty good. Like reading through most of them, I thought, well, there are situations where all of these will help me out. Apart from maybe if I roll a one, that's probably the worst scenario. Uh, So I took one of those and I rolled a one. So for a drive, I had a strength three halfling who did not very much and then got exhausted at the end of that drive and, and took himself out of the game for the rest of the game. So <laughs> uh, that's a bit of, you know, it gives you a bit of an indication about how the game went for me. But I've got a bit of a rundown. I'll go through it uh, for your life. And then we'll get the real story. And then we'll get the real story <laughs> and, and how you felt. But uh, so... I kicked you. I've got here Skaven turn uh, turn four score. So I managed to hold you off for a couple of turns. You did, yes. Um, Unlike the last game we played where you scored in turn two. Uh, For my turn five, I threw a lovely little halfling, uh, getting a little bit closer to the end zone by caging before I threw him, and he just wandered in. Uh, But by... That stage, I had six left on the field and soon to be five. So my numbers were dwindling. I was already two halflings down from the game against Nurgle previously. I received the ball. You got the ball away from me and scored. Ah, this was after your annoying little cage. Yes. Well... Okay, it's not quite a snotling cage, but it's but it's, it's it's like one step up. <laughs> uh, turn ten, I decided it was time to throw another halfling, so I threw the halfling with a perfect six. I needed a five to land because he happened to scatter into two tackle zones. I rolled that five. Then I needed a three plus dodge to get away and score. And failed. And so he fell on his ass. The ball scatters, the Skaven thrower, who was one of those two people in the tackle zone, goes to pick up the ball and fails picking up the ball. So I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my opportunity. Halfling jumps up. He is now two gopherts away from scoring. He fails to pick up the ball. And that was pretty much how we ended. So uh, 2-1 to you. Uh, I had, by the end of the game, I had one dead halfling from a, a Skaven lineman from memory. Yes, and I think it was. my frenzy slash defensive halfling got drafted, which was you know, kind of in the scheme of things anyway. I was just piling on skills onto the, the one halfling until he disappeared. My Truman, one of them threw perfectly twice. The other one rooted himself three times during the game. So I had one rooting Truman and one We've all been there. Yes. Everyone needs a hobby after all. But uh, it was a 2-1 win to you. 
and that was coming off your win with against James. Yes, it was. So it puts you right uh, up the top. Good of your memories. Way. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure the feeling of winning against James is probably a bit better than winning against Halflings. But how I mean, you... yes and no. <laughs> 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 but this, like, is this the first sort of like GW war game type thing that you've played? Yeah, I've played none whatsoever in my life. So how do you find, as a new player, how is Blood Bowl treating you? How are you finding it? How easy is it to pick up? Uh, what difficulties have you had? Give me, give me a bit of a rundown. Yeah, I mean, I, I find it easy to agree, like to a degree. There's always something more technical that you've got to pick up. Like for me, it was Tackle Zones. But again, I've played not tabletop games, but I've played lots of different games with lots of different strategies and stuff, you know, like Starcraft, Warcraft 3, you know, games where you have to think a lot. So it wasn't out of the ordinary for me, but it it's also, it can be forgiving as well. I mean, any dice game can be forgiving. <laughs> I think especially with Blood Bowl where the dice are going to go against everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's very enjoyable. It's honestly some of the most fun I've had in in a while. It is very good. I love yeah. trying to push people into the crowd, or not using my rat ogre and trying to take down a treeman with five other little skavens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was an event. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I think yeah, you you tried to blitz. I think with your rat ogre, and I think and yeah. It was it no, I think for the treatment I had to go for it and my go for it's aren't great. Yes. So I'm so a, I'm a one hundred percent fail rate on go for it's. <laughs> so <laughs> that's Not trying a, to support. well, a hundred percent on the go for it's that take you into a touchdown zone. <laughs> that is true, and I don't want to risk anything else. <laughs> I gotta keep one one aspect of my game at a hundred percent and I've found it, so I'm gonna keep it that way. So, choosing Skaven, how have you found the Skaven so far? Obviously, they're a faster team. Oh, they're fun. They, like... They've got a bit of hitting power. So, I mean, it's, they're kind of a bit of an all-round, but you, you've got to run it, obviously, as the fastest character in the game. You've been using him to great effect, haven't you? Most I of have, yeah. Through him. I think it was only our last game, against, or my game against you, is where I actually included my thrower to not hit stuff and touch the ball. So <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound right at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and Skaven, Skaven, obviously, are one of the, the better teams around. Like, I think... I think even with the Blood Bowl 2020 rules, I think they're, they're still classified as, as one of, if not the best. The You're already on board for our next season, and we're, what, halfway through? Yeah. Maybe a bit over halfway through this season. You've chosen your new team. I have, and I'm very excited about it. What made you choose the team? Um, well, again, Skaven, you're having that fast player the the gutter runner and he's easily my star player. I'm pretty sure he scored all of the touchdowns and we'll keep it that way. But I do love hitting. Like whenever I get a chance, if I can run my gutter runner away, that's that's all well and good. But I also want to try and 
kill as many people as I can, which is also why I love my rat ogre. And imagine a team full of punchy rat ogres. <laughs> and I thought to myself, dwarfs drink a lot. Sounds like them. Let's do it. <laughs> I think the uh, the guy dancing on his beard helped too, didn't it? Yeah, that oh, that sold it for me. <laughs> it's glorious beard. <laughs> if only I had them in for the paint at pink challenge, but that's not going to stop me. No, well, there's there's always time for pink. There is, there is indeed. And also, what made me lean towards them even more was after my first game with Jace, and I saw this big, glorious roller carrying all these snotlings. And then I mentioned dwarves to you, Brett, and you're like, hey, they have, like, a death roller as well. And I was already 110%. I'm like, yeah, bought that. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure I ordered that before I ordered the dwarf team. <laughs> it didn't matter if we were playing a second season. I was yeah. getting a death roller. Exactly, pretty much. <laughs> that Forge World death roller model is just insanely good. Oh, I think it's, it's I can't got wait a goblin to paint underneath it. it, doesn't it? Yes, there yeah. is. There is a goblin underneath it. <laughs> now... So you're going dwarves next season. I'm obviously going ogres because damn well painted them all up. <laughs> Jace, you're still toying with ideas. Yeah, there are too many choices, and this is the dilemma of my life. One there of each. Are... Make oh. your own team. <laughs> I'm not playing a bloody alliance team. Yeah. Seems <laughs> fucking silly. Um, <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I'm I'm still bouncing. Like the new corn releases, if they release the full team stats by next season, is a real temptation. Um, there is possibly a little bit of a concern if we do have a bunch of people playing lots of the first second season, and I have just a murder team. What that does to the experience, I'm not sure. I mean, the flip side is is sevens, no rerolls, a lot of blocks, a lot of and the potential, team. a lot of a, a real potential for things to go pear shaped. Um, option two, and the other team that I should really finish one day is my Kislev Circus team. Um, equally, a lot of very expensive positionals without kind of basic core skills um, and leap. Whole team of leap um, without re-rolls is a... So not only do you have all the choices, you know, as I was kind of explaining earlier um, in, in between the break, it was like normally you're there going, right, well, I can go this way and I've got to do a dodge and a dodge and a go for it. Or I can go that way and I've got to do a dodge and a dodge and a dodge and a go for it, the kind of thing. You've got this third option of go. I could just jump over him and then, but all of those choices involve dice rolls mm-hmm. and rolling dice is a bad idea in every instance. <laughs> I keep forgetting too that jumping over prone players. That's a rule now. Like it anyone is, can do yeah. it. Yes. Which not, legitimately not came mean, up in the game with me. Is that as in, so like knockdown players? Yeah, yeah, so if a yeah. player's if players on the ground, so he's been knocked down, anyone can jump over them. Um, it's an agility test yeah. and it is at a negative depending on how many tackle zones you're either in or jumping to, whichever okay. is higher. Um, which legitimately came up as an option in the game Dylan and I played when he was trying to break through my sort of defense. And he did that thing where you kind of blitz someone or block someone and push them into the square that you need to move into. Mm-hmm. 
And he's now like, oh, shit, um, I can't get through the lines anymore. I'm like, wait a cotton picking minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relatively sure we chose not to do that um, because, again, it was just more dice rolls and, you know, he's in like two or three tackle zones at that point in time, which was just a poor choice. But it nearly came up. Um, but the ability for a whole team to leap over standing players as well. Interesting. With no re-rolls. Um, <laughs> this whole no re-rolls thing is, is very much a uh, a theme of sevens. I mean, I'm pretty sure with the Kislev team, I took like four re-rolls off the bat because I knew I was going to need to stick landings. Um, so that that is a legitimate thing. Um, otherwise, I do something completely different. I'm not sure what that is. I feel like it's not time for elves yet. So it would mean goblins or maybe a chaos team. I could buy and paint and convert a chaos team or I could maybe do something fun for Norse or Amazons, something, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But again, they're all full of block and dodge and very safe skills to start with, which seems a little bit unexciting. True, true. The um, I feel like too if if the rules for corn are released and if the team is is released, we might have a few corn players. I know there's already some commitment for other, like mm. from the players I expect to play corn. I mean, yes, I'll be dwarves, but I will own them for season three. <laughs> yeah, that's. The thing. <laughs> and I feel like I I also you know if the rules are out. I kind of want to be the first one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got the team ready and, and waiting to they, go. They're ready to go. They're, they're sitting on the shelf. They were, they came runners up in season two of our full league. Yeah. Um, and I think pretty much the, the only reason you lost is because you started stalling on me, thinking I couldn't get you, but anyway. That, that should have worked, by the way. I maintain that. <laughs> uh, should have, but it's blood that was, that was 100% safe. Anyway. Um, all, all it was was a dark elf running in, ignoring tackle zones, like, just, like it's no tomorrow, and just pushing you out of the way. Nary a fuck was given by that little dark elf joke. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think... Like like I said, we're halfway, a bit over halfway through season one of Sevens. Season two, we've already potentially got two extra players on board. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Um, I might end up, I think Corn and Kislev are the two front runner options. They're the easy mm -hmm. ones. They don't involve me buying or painting anything. Um, that's a lie. Kislev involved me painting a little bit, but it's like three models. Um do you have so, to then paint them like you painted the rest of the team seven years ago? Yes. How hard can it be? Didn't you say that about the elf team that you were painting? Oh, yeah, but I did stupid things painting that okay. elf team. Um, <laughs> the Kislev team I painted relatively safely. Like, it, it's a pretty straightforward scheme. I'm pretty sure I could I could do that. The elf team, I started doing stupid things. I'm going, well, I'm going to try this technique and I'm going to try this this idea and stuff. And now I have no idea what the fuck I did. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, right. I, yeah. I am excited. I may have to put it up for choice. I may have to just let the, everyone else choose. <laughs> put a poll up. <laughs> Flip a uh, coin. <laughs> so moving on from Blood Bowl, it's been locked down, so I don't think we've had any more game games, but there's definitely been some Xbox time. There has been. I'm feeling less guilty about it, which is good. Excellent. I, more of the same. I Why feel would you like, feel guilty about it? That's, that's because, my question. Because it doesn't get anything painted. <laughs> <laughs> so the the compromise, which has been glorious, is that you spend a couple of hours doing painting stuff and then you go, and that justifies the next couple of hours of playing Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I have been playing a bit of Chaos Bane. We have. You've finally finished. Finally, finally, he says, because, <laughs> because have you finished the game? I haven't. Me? Well, let's see. There are, there are five different characters you can play unless you buy the DLC, in which case there's six. Have you bought the DLC yet? No, I have not bought the DLC, but I have finished it with all five of the characters. Oh, time to add to cart. I have, uh, <laughs> what is it? Level 50 is the maximum. I have three of those at level 50. I have two of them at level 44, which just seems inconsistent and wrong. You're going to have to just knock them up. Yeah. We might have to do some more of those uh, towers, (laughs) whatever they're called. But uh, yeah, that's been been a bit of fun though. Honestly, it still feels like I cheated a little bit after I jumped in on on a couple of mates' games and gained like 15 levels in a night um, and then jumped back into my own game and just went, oh, now I can just murder everything. This is is, is heaps easier. Why didn't I do this before? Um, I mean, that's pretty much how I finished the game with at least three of those five characters was by jumping in a game with you guys and getting them up a couple of levels and then going, okay, well now I'm level 17. I can go back and do these level two quests and uh, just keep going. Everything seems so much easier. So, I mean, now as I've I've finished it with one character, I finished it with the elf wizard. There is zero chance I'm going to play it through the whole story with another character. Like that is that is a slim to none unless there is a couple of really fun kind of party nights where a few people jump on and start new characters and do mm-hmm. stupid shit. Um, but I don't have all kind of super epic gear. I think I need a new helmet and I need a better sword and a few bits and pieces like that. So there is still potential to jump in and do a couple of, yeah, relic hunts or boss rushes or chaos towers or stuff and just murder some things, get some sweet ass gear, make him look real pimpin' or he's an elf. So maybe just medium pimpin'. Um, and then, <laughs> and then find something else to, to spend my Xbox times on. I hear they're releasing Diablo 2 again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I yeah. already own it on PC and it is a good time. It is you, a very good time. You are very much a PC gamer, Lockie. Like, yeah, pretty, pretty much solely on PC. Pardon? What have you been playing? Um, I um, mostly Biomutant lately, actually, which is a, a fun little... Fun little game of pretty much the 
world has just been torn to shit by humans and radiation and whatnot, and they're they're all gone, and you just we call animals. that life. Continue, okay? Pre- yep. Pretty much, it's just the yep. future, um, and you're pretty much playing it as like a a so non-speaking rocket raccoon, Ooh. which is very fun. You've got uh, I chose. I think I'm like a, a gunslinger, so I've got these nice little dual wield pistols that I run around with, and like a big Final Fantasy seven sword. Nice. Yes. Now, have you been streaming that at all? Um, I have streamed a little bit of it, but not a whole lot. I think I've streamed up to the first boss that I've taken down out of okay. the four main world ones. Excellent. Well, Lucky does get on quite often and stream. There's been a lot of Dead by Daylight that I've seen. Yeah, that's that's my that's my main go to. It's my that's my party game with all the people that I play with. There's a lot of them that play Dead by Daylight, so it's just nice and easy for everyone to jump in a game and chat, which is handy during all these lockdown times and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I think that's about it as far as I am concerned for gaming. Anybody no, no got... more, no more Skatebird. No, I I have not been playing Skatebird. Um. My kids uh, have been unwell for the last couple of days, definitely. And they have been getting up reasonably early in the morning. And we've just kind of let them relax and and take it easy and try and rest as much as they can to get over this stuff. Um, So there's been a, a bit of times when they've gotten up early, gone upstairs and, and cracked open the Xbox. And I've had a couple of times when you know, one or the other will have said to me, I played a bit of Skatebird <laughs> or I played a bit of I Am Fish, which is the, the fish in a, a goldfish in a goldfish bowl. That rolls yes, hamster, hamster ball goldfish, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think they tend to play it for very long. So no. I, that morning they woke up and went, oh, I played a bit of Vermintide. That was a bit concerning, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet, thankfully. Uh, they tend to, they just definitely go back to Minecraft after trying out a couple of things. Um, Minecraft and there's a Pixar game that they play quite often. But for me, it's, it's, it's pretty much been just jumping on Chaos Bane recently. Although now I have finished it with all five characters. That was the main thing I wanted to do. So there's a Tomb Kings DLC scenario as well from memory. Is there? I had not noticed that. Honestly, I haven't bought anything for the Xbox for a long time, so I haven't looked into DLC too much. I haven't really, I haven't at all bought into anything, but starting a new game seems like a lot of an investment when I've already got so far in this one. That's right. We'll just jump on and we'll do more of that. Um, that's about it. Shall we talk about what's on? Yes, because there are things. There, are well, things there is a on. thing. There is there a is. thing. Which thing are you t- talking about? Um, the thing? Oh, yes. Oh, that the thing. thing. Should we not oh, talk yeah. about... Yeah. Should we not talk about the thing? <laughs> Was I not supposed to mention it? <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, go for it. 
I'm not sure what I was going to mention either. I just just wanted to be included, to be fair. (laughs) I just wanted to be part of the conversation. Uh, We've mentioned it a couple of times tonight, the Paint It Pink uh, painting competition that we've been running for a couple of months uh, officially ends at the end of this month. So depending on when Jace gets his ass together and gets this uploaded, you've probably got like negative six months to get involved. Uh, but we that, that is directly proportional to how busy work is tomorrow. <laughs> That's fine. Um, next episode, we will go through all the entries and 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 give them feedback. Let's say, yeah, we will judge harshly, critically. That's a lie. That doesn't that, sound that, like that, us at all. That, that implies that we know what the fuck we're talking about, which is a dead set lie as well. So, um, no, I we know will what say pink things. looks like. Ah, yes, paint. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so next episode we'll go through that. But if you haven't finished and you've still got a bit of time, get it in before the thirtieth. Get your pictures up on the Facebook event. Um, if you haven't started. There's still time, depending on when you listen to this and depending on when Chase gets off his ass. And... Well, I, I need a way for my dwarves. Oh, no. I could smash one out. Are you telling me that you have zero models to paint between now and... I've, I've got a Blood Bowl ball. <laughs> and that, that's, that's it. That's all I've got. <laughs> so, so I have now two questions. What, yes. color is, what color is it? The ball is grey. <laughs> What colour could it be? <laughs> Not grey. <laughs> Try again. It could be pink. I mean, what's go. technically correct. But, um, <laughs> secondly, I, I am really struggling to believe you only have a Blood Bowl ball. Well, this I, is, this all is all the I first game he's played. Yeah, all I have is a Skaven team. That's all I own. I don't own any other this models. Is, this is unacceptable. I'm currently scouring my room to look for something to throw at you <laughs> in the next three days because I won't stand for this. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep talking Malifaux models. We'll keep talking. I mean, I, yeah. Is this the two that I've added to my cart? Well, adding to cart is fine. It's, it's the checkout which yeah. needs to happen. That's okay this time. So... <laughs> Which models have we nearly added to cart or nearly purchased? Is this for, for me? Yeah. Um, yeah, we... right. So I've got the, the Hamlin core box. Because mm. rats, that is Correct. all. There's a theme going here. And then the uh, also the Outcast uh, Rat Brotherhood box as yep. well because okay. it has a rat king. It's the best type of king. There's a Warhammer. It's it's got to be a Warhammer fantasy model, which is like a, a vampire or something with a really long rat tail coming out of his cloak. Are you listening? Uh, he looked really good. I've got to remember what he was called. Oh, I think I know the one. Yeah. He says as he tries to Google whilst <laughs> creating amazing audio content for the world yes. to see. Yes. No, I do know the one. No, yeah. I, I'm just glancing over my shoulder at the shoebox that says unpainted outcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want something to paint, I'm sure we can throw something your way. 
Uh, lockdown, like I said, has finished, which means that places are open, which means get involved, get into your local, um, if you are in Geelong anyway, don't do it in, in Melbourne, uh, get into your local gaming shop, have some games, have a bit of fun. We are heading to Throw the Dice on Wednesday. We are. It's, uh, and God, I'm looking forward to it, honestly. Yeah, I, I can't wait. We need need more games in our lives, so we will have played a game by next time we record, uh, but we'll probably save that for the next episode after the one where we talk about Pink Bits. Quits are the Rat Prince. He is legitimately just a, yeah, a creepy-ass-looking mm. dude with a cane and a sword and a cloak made of giant-ass rats. I don't little... play Warhammer, but yep. God, that's tempting, that model. I'm also listening. I'll send you pictures. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. End of the model, please. <laughs> Not those pictures. That's okay. a different chat. <laughs> I'll get you added to that one too, Lockie. Um, Amazing. That's about it from me. If you've got anything else to add, Joyce? Look, I didn't have anything to add from the start, so, you know. Um, no, I think that's about it. I mean, long story short is you've probably got a day or two to smash some pink on a model and, and throw it in. Um Otherwise, yeah, plenty of time. get in your store and buy some shit and play some games and we will talk about Pink Bits in the next episode. Sounds perfect. Um, if you haven't already, give it a, a follow if you like what you hear and God knows why you would, but if you like what you hear, give us a follow on Facebook, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch. Uh, Lockie, do you want to give your Twitch a plug? Uh, yes, I guess I will. Uh it's ttv.avius, where the second A is a four. I am on there quite regularly, streaming a whole lot. Um, and also, thank you guys for having me on your podcast this week. Oh, more than welcome. It's good to have you, mate. Good to hear someone that wasn't us, because, you know, we need to boost the quality wherever possible. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that in- happened. Oh, good. it's infinitely better than just me and Jace talking. Cause... It didn't go down, let's be honest. Um, I was thinking, though, if you didn't like what you hear and you still followed us on Twitch and Podbean and all those things and just turned off the notifications, we still get the follow and they don't get any of the spam that they didn't like. Correct. Everybody wins. Seems it's... like a lot of work, though. Yeah, but you can't lose. Nobody loses. Like, this is basically the, the world peace in <laughs> podcast form. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, let's go with that. And on that note, <laughs> later. Catch ya. <laughs> Bye. The